0: Just as the overall economy has, uh, the agricultural sector too has done well. Uh, it has grown at the rate of about 4.5% between 94 and 2000, 2013. There have been annual fluctuations, but on the whole, it has been a steady, steady growth. And as since said, uh, and what what the growth has resulted in is that the production has kept up with demand for cereals and tubers, uh, which, is, which have grown with population that has grown around 2.2%. 2. Uh, 2. Uh, except for rice, where there is shortage, you could say the country is more or less self, self-sufficient. As Sunshine said, land and labor productivity both have grown, but only a very modest growth in land productivity, which are the talk about yields, and much higher growth in labor productivity, which has really resulted in increased labor productivity, along with opportunities in non-farm activities uh, in the peri-urban areas. Uh, Rural households have been able to increase their incomes, uh, which is reflected in increased consumption, and then rural poverty has uh, uh, declined. But we can say this is not all that successful on two counts. One is it hasn't been able to compete internationally and develop new additional exports apart from cocoa. You know Ghana is a major exporter of cocoa. It hasn't been that successful. <laughs> Pineapple was, was one uh, non, non-traditional export that Ghana had developed that fell through, which, which kind of reveals some of the weaknesses of the agricultural sector. It wasn't dynamic enough to really uh, uh, respond to increasing. Even in cocoa, what captures Ghanaian imagination is a million tons of cocoa. There's been, now it is producing around 650, 700, 700, uh, 700,000, and they need to increase that. Again, the challenge is how do you replace old trees and so forth. And the another issue is it hasn't been able to compete become competitive domestically to substitute for imports. Ghana is a major exporter of some of the uh, fresh vegetables as well as rice, and mostly in processed goods. And strangely, uh, uh, um, fruit juices, for example. It's a major exporter, importer of fruit juices, as well as uh, tomato, tomato products. So in both developing exports as well as substituting for imports, which is an opportunity, is kind of a failure. Well, can it continue to do the same and maintain the level of growth? It obviously, it cannot, because the past growth really has come from expanding the area. Although overall per capita availability of land has declined, but farmers have managed to expand the area cultivated by shortening the fallows, as well as expanding production to virgin lands. But... Virgin lands are nearly becoming exhausted. Farmers who used to cultivate uh, uh, yam up north have moved to the middle of the country in order to get fertile land to produce yam. So that is a challenge. But there is little evidence of farmers actually switching to uh, uh, yield-enhancing, intensive production technologies. Uh, the another problem, along with the exhaustion of this forest frontier is the soil fertility problem. Uh, The soils are really becoming degraded, which in effect uh, affects the returns that you get to, or the responsiveness that you get to fertilizer. Whatever little fertilizer that's being added, you're not getting as much as you can because these soils themselves are being degraded, and that is a major problem that the country has to address. So doing something of the same isn't going to work out in the long term. Well, why hasn't this country done better? What really is, is the problem? Uh, the country has had favorable domestic terms. The pre- Prices have gone up, the costs have come down, the sector, terms of trade for this sector has been favorable, but that hasn't been enough. It has made few direct effective interventions in re- developing value chain other than in cocoa. One could argue that government has made nothing. Daniel explained that. It hasn't been all that successful because I think, and, and of course, the investment in the sector have not been adequate. 10% is the target for Africa, what the countries have committed to. This is way, way, way below target that we are talking about, around 3%. Within that, there is a misallocation within the sector in the sense that uh, cocoa sector relative to the output gets much higher investments, largely because cocoa revenues themselves are taxed and government plus the rest of the sector doesn't. But both sectors, I mean, the returns to the investments in the sectors have been positive and much higher in the non cocoa sector, consistent with really underinvestment in the non cocoa sector. What about the farmers? Have the farmers been responsive? Well, you could say that if you look at the last two decades, in response to um, in population increases and market opportunities, and their own need for women talk about their need for uh, cash to pay school fees and buy telephone credit and so on, so they have changed, uh, adopted. They have made significant changes, and as soil fertility has come down, they've started applying fertilizers. Uh, uh, to maintain, maintain fertility. They've changed crops, they've commercialized new crops, even maize, some of the yellow maize uh, was new, farmers have adopted them. So they are quite responsive, which makes us think that if only government had done more in order to come up with intensive technologies, then uh, 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 farmers would have done a, a better job of intensification. They're talking about improved seeds, irrigation, credit, markets, and so forth. Well, when we talk about interventions, Cocoa Board comes to mind. Uh, This is what most people say. Why can't everything else be managed like Cocoa Board? There are limitations as well. I mean, as there are three. Cocoa Board model doesn't work for everything. Cocoa Board isn't responsive to, I mean, is responsive, but it's not going to entirely solve all, it hasn't been effective in solving all of the problems. So we need to keep those. Keep those in mind when we think of whether the cocoa board model. But what is interesting is some public attention to critical areas. What are some of the examples of the areas w- which where the government could have paid attention and solve some of the problems? One is really the quality control. Uh, recently, I think just three or four years ago, I think Europe banned uh, uh, import of vegetables from Ghana because of. Uh, quality control. On the other hand, Cocoa Board does a very good job of maintaining quality. Uh, our, if you compare, look at various uh, value chains, you recognize that investments downstream comes from the private sector, so long as you get the production right and see examples of cashew and rice milling, for example. If you have a large rice mill, you have problem really getting decent rice coming from production. That's where really the state needs to come in. The other, I mean, seed is still a problem. Government is a big buyer of seed, but the seed sector itself is not all that uh, developed. And the other areas are appropriate Nutrient packages as well as uh, some of the crops uh, are damaged by serious disease and pest infestation. Those are issues that the government needs to pay attention to. Okay, that's all right.